News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Thousands of families are waiting to hear if their children have places on school buses this year. This comes as the government has waived the fee uh, for the year, leading to an unprecedented number of applicants. Emma Regan is a mother of five who joins us now. Emma, what's the situation with your children? Where, where are they based and, and where are they looking to go to on the school bus? Uh, we're in Kildare, so we live in Allen. And they go to school in Newbridge. So that's 12 kilometres away from us. And what is your situation? Is it possible for them to get a school bus? Well, there's no public bus. The first bus isn't till after 11 o'clock. So my oldest daughter is in going into fourth year. So she's always got the bus from, it bus air and school bus from outside our house uh, into Newbridge. And uh, my son got it last year as well. Uh, we are concessionary. We're not going to our closest school. The school closest is a kilometre closer, but we picked this school. And previously, it hasn't been a problem to get uh, this bus, but we wouldn't find out until this week. But I've received an email to say there isn't any places on the bus due to a huge number of applicants. So how are you? July. How are you going to manage? I'm going to have to bring the wake the two primary school national school children up. An hour early and we're going to have to drive into Newbridge, drop the three big kids and then come back and drop the two national school children. So it's just it's going to be a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. Yeah, logistical nightmare and difficult going. for the kids. And the bus is still going. My neighbour's getting the bus. So I'll literally be following the bus in and out, in and out of uh, Newbridge, sitting in the traffic with the bus, but with two tired national school kids with me. Any prospect of this being resolved? I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they might put on a bigger bus or something will happen. Or maybe some people, maybe later on, some people who actually just applied for the bus because they couldn't afford to pay for the bus, but um, would only need it maybe one day a week and thought, you know, I might as well apply for the bus um, when I can use it one or two days a week. Maybe there might spaces might become available later on. I don't know. But at the moment, I'm planning on bringing them in and out of school oh, every day. And, and do you know why you lost out? Was it a first come well, first serve or how did it no, work? No, because I applied on time before, like straight away that finished in April when you had to apply by. But when I was told by Bus Aaron that when um, the announcement was made of the free transport, which was a great idea and a lot of people were very grateful for it. Yeah. Um, they opened up the portal again so people who hadn't applied previously could then apply at that stage and the concessionary ticket people and the people who applied late were all put into the same lottery so it's just luck of the draw and to be honest fair's fair I knew when I was sending them to this school that um, they were going to be concessionary but it's never been a problem before and previous parents had said you always get a bus ticket eventually it always comes at the end of august your concessionary you're fine okay but uh, it's obviously not fine it absolutely isn't okay uh, thanks for uh, sharing your story uh, emma o'regan there uh, mother of five let's bring in independent councillor Ger carty uh, Ger, what would you like to see happen yeah, well, I think it's important to look at it in the context that it's welcome the, the free transport for for school students but the problem is it's the amount of capacity within the service. Um, not alone is it an issue around concessionary tickets and who and who and will who will get it and who won't get one. But it's also uh, the bus earner unable to identify and bring in the 
appropriate amount of private operators to supply the service. That's compounded with a with an hourly cancellation rate of um, bus air and services across my area, which is okay. Right, we're not going to get into that now. What what do you want? Uh, what do you want to see happen? Uh, is there a solution to this? Well, I think it's important to look at it. That the defence forces have a large number of drivers, and if they're required to drive bus air and buses to supply a service that was committed to by the by the government, and that was the uh, free transport for uh, all students. I think that's what's neat. That are, are they trained to that. drive uh, buses? Absolutely, sure. They're driving the 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 army band. They're driving troops all over the country. Uh, so there's a large number of drivers within the defence forces, and we need to think outside the box, and we need to deliver this. We're in the mode of opening the new school year, and as I alluded to in the in the article, it's the defence forces now because the capacity isn't within the service. They gave okay. a commitment to free transport, but unfortunately, we don't have the. Right. the, just, uh, the sure, just just that. finally on that, like we we saw when the army were called in uh, in the airport, a lot of people, including uh, former members of the defence forces, very critical of that, saying, "Look, that isn't the role of the army. Like, is driving uh, is driving kids to school is that is that the role of the army?" Well, I think it's important that we provide the service that was committed to by by the government, um, and. That, ha- that as far as I'm concerned, that certainly has to be done. And if that, if it means the defence forces supplying service to us, which so be it. Um, unfortunately, the recruitment um, service within uh, Bus Airn only allows for temporary contracts, and that's why they can't attract drivers on a permanent basis. Okay. So maybe that's right. something that needs to be looked at also. Okay, Independent Councillor Gerard Carty, thank you for talking to us this morning. Let us know, are you in this situation? Uh, and uh, what do you think of the army being brought in as a, a stopgap measure? 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.